challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Let me say before I dive into my topic for this podcast that we have lots of noise going on around our studios in Nashville. There's construction, major construction on both sides. And so while we're thrilled from a real estate perspective, it's pretty miserable right now from a pounding perspective. It doesn't bother us. We hope it doesn't bother you. I want to talk to you about something that is an art of manhood. And I want to show you some ways when this art isn't mastered in a man's life, it, I believe, weakens him and cheapens him. One of the arts of a man, one of the arts of manhood, is that we are lovingly direct in dealing with situations. I don't just mean, by the way, with your band of brothers. I'm talking about with your wife. Talking about with your kids. Talking about with your friends. I'm talking about with yourself. We are lovingly direct. We don't sidestep problems. We don't sidestep challenges. We don't sidestep issues that need to be confronted. Now, that doesn't mean that we're running around looking for a fight. Doesn't mean we're contentious. Doesn't mean that we're looking to go blow somebody up. You know, that our business card says have have confrontation, we'll travel, you know, or something like that. Uh, But that we are people who do not sidestep the essential issues in life. If my son is now my son's now in his 30s, but if, if I my son who might be living in his home in my home um, is misbehaving in some way, developing a habit that's destructive, if he and I have some tension that's just ongoing, I don't sidestep it. I don't just hope that somebody talks to him. I don't just, uh, you know, gripe about him to everybody in my world, but I never go talk to him. I am lovingly direct. That's what a man does. That's one of the things a man brings into the world is loving directness. Now, let me tell you uh, how I've seen this cause problems when it's not a part of a man's life. Okay. So that you'll understand why I'm bringing it up. Uh, Some years ago, I was having dinner with an official in a foreign country. He's an American official, but in a foreign country. He was an ambassador. I'm in the home of an ambassador and he's talking And in a few minutes, I think I'm going to use a silly illustration because I don't want to betray what the situation actually was. Let's say I brought up, uh, said the word dog for some reason. I don't have a dog these days, but let's just say that I brought up the word dog. I'm just making this up now. And he, this isn't real, but this is very close to what happened. He hears the word dog and says, well, some people won't let a man have a dog. And he looks at his wife. Yes, some people resent a man having a dog because can you believe it? Some people, you know, they just don't like dogs or they don't want their husbands to be happy. Now, think about this. This was a U.S. ambassador at not an official state dinner or formal dinner, but I mean, uh, you know, when you have a dinner at an ambassador's house, you're not just sitting in the kitchen eating crackers. It's a it's a it's a formal affair. You know, there are people serving the table and, and we're all dressed and you know, dress nicely. And, you know, there are other officials around. And uh, this guy goes off and slams into his wife with sarcasm, speaking kind of out of the side of his mouth. Can you believe it? Can you believe somebody would do this? Okay. Now, when we don't deal with things directly, and they are toxic in our souls, they are engendering bitterness, they are making us angry, they're constantly on our mind, then we are likely to do uh, what psychologists variously call side comments or leaking. 
That guy was leaking. Bitterness had built up in his soul. And as soon as the word dog was mentioned, it wasn't actually, by the way, it was something else. But nevertheless, as soon as the prompt was mentioned, as soon as the trigger word was printed, uh, was, was mentioned, uh, he then took that a moment to speak, in a sense, picture him kind of snarling it out of the side of his mouth, uh, taking his wife's head off uh, about something uh, about as small as a dog. Okay. And so, what this man did not do was master a manly art of the direct confrontation. The direct confrontation means he sits down and he works this out with his wife. He works it out. Now, that, that doesn't mean he's going to end up with a dog. Could be that in this particular conversation, she's right, or she doesn't want a dog, and he defers to her, or whatever. But what happens is you bring it to resolution, and you don't just snarl. You can't believe how much this man, again, a U.S. ambassador— He's passed away now, so it's not like uh, I'm serving him up. But a U.S. ambassador, how cheap he looked taking sideswipes at his wife over something about the size, uh, meaning about the import of a dog. It cheapened him. I'm sure it damaged their relationship. It certainly damaged his relationship with some people who were at the table. And by the way, some of these people were people he had to work with in his profession. Even though he may have been on a second glass of wine and, and feeling relaxed, he, he, he poured out bitterness on his wife in front of other people, embarrassing everybody. And some of the people at that table were other officials this guy had to work with. So it damaged him in every way, personally, professionally. I was there just because I was a friend. Um, but, but it even made me take a step back a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? Because he had not mastered or not insisted upon the manly art of confrontation, then he had a boil over of bitterness, of bile, that spilled over on other areas of his life. Now, this is what happens with men. You remember that when men are hurt or men are disappointed, they tend to mask with other emotions. When a man is hurt over a sustained period of time, he tends to mask that hurt with anger. I've said this before in this podcast. It's because we men don't like to just burst into tears and say, you hurt my feelings, you know, not past about the age of five. And so what we do is we mask with anger. Well, when we have a disappointment, for example, let's say that we can't get a dog. We, we mask that with bitterness and surliness and sarcasm uh, when actually we're disappointed and we're, we're maybe hurt and we feel diminished. So it's very important that we master the art of directness, not only because it's a manly art, not only because it keeps clean accounts in our relationships, but because we're going to manifest it. We're going to walk it out. We're going to let it affect us and do damaging things in other areas of our lives. I've even known pastors preaching a sermon to suddenly go after one of his kids or a wife or a brother or a friend. Um, and you're suddenly aware that while he's trying to be funny, he's actually chastising them in this public place where he's supposed to be speaking about God. I've seen politicians do it. I've seen teachers do it. They're supposed to be giving a, a lecture at the university about such and such, um, but, the, but somebody they don't care for is in the room and they suddenly go after them. I don't mean directly. Uh, I mean, they start doing that side of the mouth sarcasm leaking thing. Okay. Now, the reason that I want you to master this art is that it's good for the soul. It keeps clean relationships. It preserves relationships. It keeps you from cheapening yourself by masking with other emotions that then spill out at moments like what I've just described. 
And by the way, uh, if you're a Christian, if you're with me uh, in being a Christian, and not all of my listeners are, and that's fine. You are, you are so welcome here. Thank you for being part of this. But if you're a Christian, you're actually commanded by Jesus to be direct and deal with uh, your relationships in clean and confrontive manners. It's a commandment of the New Testament. So all of that to say that the art, one of the arts of great manhood is that you are lovingly direct in your relationships. You don't go around snarling about uh, your son and what he's doing and all that. You have direct, loving confrontation. You sit down. You work it out. Now, I'm aware that not everything can be worked out. But you know what? Once you've tried, once you've given it your all, you may find disappointment in your soul if it uh, didn't go the way you wanted it to. Uh, it may still go badly. You know, I've confronted alcoholics uh, aggressively for a long period of time, every kind of intervention and confrontation. Still, uh, I, I know of an alcoholic that I had some involvement with who ended up crashing their car and killing themselves. Well, now, obviously, that's going to lead to disappointment, but I'll tell you what I didn't feel. I didn't feel a snarling, retreating, you know, bitter, spew it out at inappropriate moments kind of thing because I was dealing with everything above board and head on. And what that does is it excises it from your soul. You might still care. You might still love. You might still be concerned. But you're not dealing with things angrily, sarcastically out of the, out the side of your mouth like a James Cagney movie or something. So... What you want to do is start looking at your life and seeing if you are leaking, if you are making side comments, if you are blowing the stuff out the side of your mouth with anger and bitterness and sarcasm and what have you. Then if you see those signs, like almost like a like vulture circling over a dead carcass, go to what the heart of the issue is. My wife flirts with other men, one guy told me. Um, it makes me furious. So I sarcastically talk about her flirting with everybody or uh, my son does so-and-so or my daughter doesn't respect me or my band of brothers pick on me about my way. I hate them for it. So I go back at them at the, about their weaknesses. This is what I'm talking about. Direct confrontation. Why doesn't the guy say to his band of brothers, guys, I know I've got some extra pounds on me, but I'll tell you what, we've all got flaws. And I, it's, not the, it's not the best art of being band of brothers or being the kind of men we want to be that you just talk smack about me being fat. That's hurtful. That's confirming me as a fat person. It's not helping me at all. Some of you guys are in great shape. Why don't you meet me in the morning and help me work out? Why don't you coach me rather than just beat on me? That's the way a direct loving confrontation happens. So in your life, watch out in your own life. And by the way, in your family's culture, the snarling, angry side comment, we've all seen it. We've seen it in movies. We've seen it in our own lives. We've seen it in our family's lives where, you know, somebody can be mixing a bunch of cookie dough or something at Christmas and choose that moment to just unload sarcastically sideways on somebody for something that they're upset about that's been going on for years. This is how Thanksgivings and Christmases get ruined. So I want you to think about this in your own life, and I want you to learn the art. We can talk about it more in future podcasts. I want you to learn the art of loving, direct confrontation, because that's what fuels relationships. That's what keeps them clean. That's what keeps your soul clean. That's what helps you to walk in a healthier state and to be more redemptive in the lives of others. Don't shove sarcasm out the side or let it spill over in your bitterness on other areas of your life. It only cheapens you, it only weakens you, and it solves 
nothing. And this is one of the arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.